This is the Journeys into Music podcast. A podcast bringing you talented musicians from Journeys Festival International, the festival which explores the refugee experience through great art. I'm Dimple Patel. In this episode, we hear from Arash Sapet, a singer, songwriter and musician from Iran. Arash has always searched for peace and that's reflected in his songs which are about human rights, love, respect and freedom. His music is a fusion of Middle Eastern and Western styles. I'll let him describe it. My music is like kind of mixture. Well, I'm not gonna, you know, control my feeling about what I'm writing. It could be blues, rock, very Iranian, traditional, sometimes like Gilaki folklore music, everything is mixed up. Actually, with finding the connection between them. teenager I'll never forget one of my friends just gave me like a cassette and um, it was like first um, blues or rock I've heard and it was one of very famous Iranian musician called Feridun Furughi because before the revolution we had more you know freedom than now this guy and some other guys you know, in 70s, they used to play covers of, you know, Beatles, uh, Ray Charles and those kind of music in uh, cafes and bars and stuff like that. And after revolution, everything stopped. But they started to make Farsi or Persian lyrics with Western music. And that guy was the, like, a person changed my view about music, about connection with life. And I always call him my hero in music. When I've listened to that cassette, I said, I want to play guitar and I need that kind of feeling. I was living in a very small town on the very, very north side of Iran, on this Caspian Sea side called Kiyashar. And I was always carrying guitar with me everywhere. And that time, honestly, most of people seeing me in, in the street, they didn't know what, what I'm carrying. And they were like, what the hell is that? And they were calling it to different instruments. It was so horrible, actually in some way and sometimes it was funny but they didn't know about guitar and those kind of things we had like two channels on the tv both channels were banned to show any instruments if 
it was someone uh, playing like very very Iranian traditional instruments they used to put something in front of them so you could just hear music but you couldn't even see instruments hands were like moving but you couldn't see anything instruments were like covered with flowers and stuff like that that's why people from smaller cities never seen instruments These days, like majority of people using satellite, so people seeing lots of things these days, but that time in 90s, no, nothing at all. This song is called Radavar, which is a traveler, and it's about a person seeking, you know, freedom, seeking peace. And the lyrics is in Gilaki. In the chorus, it says, get up and get up and hold my hand. Sing with me, sing my song, freedom, which is Azadi, freedom. This song, this guy just sent it to me from Iran, just sent it to me and I just found that it's kind of like my journey as a person who left Iran to find freedom and straight away I just grabbed my guitar and that's it. And I was like, yes, that's brilliant. I'm going to write music on it. lyrics are very important for me because I always try to give a message that's why if I write my own lyrics or someone else you know give me them it have to you know touch me and got something I can say as a message <laughs> In Iran, the big problem I had was with the government actually after, you know, the election we had and the protest we had and I just, I was in a situation said like, I can't stay anymore and I know I'm going to lose something, but I wasn't uh, a person to go somewhere to make money or to go somewhere, you know, have a business or whatever. I was going somewhere to have a peaceful life 
I definitely miss my, you know, country. My mom and my brother still live there. In other way, you know, I can say I'm glad I'm here because one thing I was looking for it was uh, being comfortable with uh, what I wanted to be. Here, no one judged me. I used to get stopped and ask me like, why you got, for example, that beard that big and you, you know, shaving your mustache, why you shave your head, why you have got this t-shirt, why you've got this kind of things. For lots of people, these are like maybe normal things. But for me, it was like, what the hell you want from me? Why not? Uh, finally, and you know, I, I came here and definitely I've lost my family. But if you want to get something better, you have to lose something then. One of the sad things was I couldn't take my guitar with me. It was a you know, dangerous journey. I didn't know what's going to happen. So I had just a, one backpack, some clothes and stuff like that. But uh, I had very old harmonica and I didn't know anything about it. I could make some sound out of it, but I didn't know anything about it. But I said, like, this is going to be better than nothing. And then I just put that in my, you know, backpack and the harmonica is uh, truly part of my refugee journey. Yeah, when I was in that journey, in a few different places, I had time, I could play a bit. Uh, actually, I bought, you know, more harmonicas, I've got, uh, you know, in different scales and I can play guitar and I sing and I've got harmonica in front of me as uh, another instrument and yeah, it's still with me. When I finally arrived here, first few months, I just found I really missed to have a guitar, I was absolutely could, you know, feel it. Like it was very important because uh, as I said, when I was in Iran, that guitar was part of my life, making me calm when I needed, making me happy, making you know, everything was like that guitar to give me that feeling. that time I used to live in a hostel, Salvation Army, and I didn't have any money. But one day I was passing the charity shop and I saw that guitar on the window, like five pounds. And I just bought that, but I didn't know I've gonna, I knew I have to get strings, but when I bought that, I just found that I'm gonna spend more money on it to you know, make sound out of it. This song called Bahman Bekesh and it's about uh, the revolution of Iran. Bahman is an Iranian cigarette brand 
and Bahman Bekesh means smoke Bahman. And that month, the revolution happened in Iran, called Bahman as well, 22nd of Bahman, 1979. And these uh, lyrics are all about this cigarette, but kind of like political song, if I can say. At the end of this song, it says like, Bahman Bekesh, Bahman Bekesh, Kizud Khahi Mord. It means like smoke Bahman and smoke Bahman, you're gonna die very soon, you know. So it's kind of like if you smoke cigarette, you're gonna die. If you stay in that country, you're gonna die anyway because this is what's happening in that country right now. If you, you know, search Iran 70s or something like this, maybe lots of people are going to get surprised or, because you can see like exactly European American lifestyle in Iran in 70s in very big cities like, you know, Tehran, the capital, and you could see like bars, cafes, musicians, they could go there, play what they wanted and uh, it was those kind of um, lifestyle. Still, you couldn't write songs about human rights because we still had lots of problems, but it was much, much better than what happened after the revolution. Laws became like very, very much into, you know, religion and they started to build up a very different country. Before the revolution, you could have your hijab or not, uh, but after the revolution, no one was able to go out without hijab, and it was like a very, very difficult situation because they were controlling people. And uh, in that time, it was like absolutely no music. Uh, it was like a forbidden right now like after 40 years of revolution we can see more live music more pop music but it's it's not a you know, good time actually you know very very talented musicians lots of them just left iran because they couldn't do anything in iran because you know you can't get uh, permission most of the time censorship is like everywhere and if they don't get permission, it's very confusing because the problem is most of the time you don't know what exactly going to be your punishment. Sometimes you can buy your punishment straight away. As soon as they arrest you, you can buy it right there. Or sometimes they're going to take you, but their you know, red line is religion and politics. It's very, very dangerous. I'm not a religious person at all, but I can't tell that in Iran. I can't say it. You know, sometimes they might laugh at me. Sometimes they might kill me. You know, the problem is you never know what's going to happen. So this is the most horrible thing can happen to anyone, actually.
this song called Un Ruzha, which is Those Days. It's a bit personal, and I wrote the lyrics and the music as well. Um, it's in Farsi, and it's mostly about my mom, my father, you know, those kind of things, and people's life in Iran. If you see, like, you know, 20 years ago in Iran and these days, big difference. We've got technology, but we lost lots of things. So I was mostly talking about, you know, memories, what happened and what we lost right now. I can sing a song in front of people they don't understand what I'm singing but I make that connection I've had a friend and uh, one day she said she's got some uh, you know uh, friends who running open mic and if I want to go and play some music well, I was a bit you know scared because and I, I couldn't sing in, in English I, that was the first time I went into, you know, a pub with like um, seven, eight people in front of me and they were non-Iranian. They couldn't understand what my music was about. But, uh, you know, feedback was very, very positive. And uh, that day, I just understood it's not always important to, you know, everyone understand what you're saying music have you know no border no, you can do music in different languages so when i was listening to like english song uh, the vocal used to be another instrument for me to listen to i didn't know about english like long time ago to find out the lyrics but it was like a instrument and if that instrument could connect with me that was a winner that's why I've started to use my voice to connect with uh, non-Iranian people as well. As a refugee in this country, music was a very, very good connection between me and other people in this country because I was always kind of shy person at the beginning, you know, to talk to people. But music was something I didn't need to talk. I just needed to, you know, grab my guitar, go on stage, start playing sing what I wanted and just at the end say thank you and you know <laughs> finish the show I can remember in like very small uh, events when I finished my songs few people just came to me and they said 
I didn't understand what the meaning. I didn't understand lyrics at all. But I cried with your song, and I was like, "Sorry, I want. I didn't want to make you cry, but I think this is the point, you know, to that connection about emotion, about you know, feeling, and uh, I'm, I'm happy to doing it." I received like few invitations during these years, uh, you know, to perform in different uh, festivals. And the Journey Festival in Leicester was my first time performing out of the Sheffield, and I really, really enjoyed it. It's very important, you know, as a musician to travel. If I go somewhere new, I'm gonna learn something new. You know, I don't make money out of music to, you know, run my life. That's why I've got another job. But the most important thing music got for me is uh, making me feel much better about what's happening around me. You've been listening to the Journeys Into Music podcast. Thanks to Arash for sharing his story and great music with us. This podcast was hosted and produced by me, Dimple Patel, for the Journeys Festival International and Outreach. Go to journeysfestival.com to find out more about all the musicians in the series and remember to subscribe to Journeys Into Music for the next episode.